to the All About Setwork podcast. In this podcast, we talk about all things setwork. That can include training tips, a behind the scenes what your instructor or trial official may be going through, and much more. In this episode, I had the privilege of speaking with Natalie Debro regarding her role with United States Canine Sense Boards and helping it grow internationally. This is part of our Spotlight series, where we're talking with individuals and businesses who are having a positive effect on the setwork community. Before we start diving into the podcast episode itself, we do a very quick introduction of myself. My name is Diana Sanchez. I'm the owner and lead instructor for Setwork University, Dogsport University, and Pet Dog U. These are all online dog training platforms that are designed to provide high quality dog training instruction to as many people as possible. We're very fortunate to have a client basis worldwide. For Setwork University in particular, we provide online courses, seminars, webinars, and ebooks that are all designed to help you achieve your setwork training goals. So whether you're just getting started in setwork, looking to develop some more advanced skills, or if you're getting ready to trial, we have a training solution for you. So to know a little bit more about me, let's dive into the podcast episode itself. So as I mentioned in this podcast episode, this is part of our Spotlight series, where we're speaking with individuals and businesses who are making a positive impact on the Sutter community. In this episode, we're going to be speaking with Natalie Debro, who is a approved CSD and judge with the Sutter Tiling Organization, United States Canine Sense Sports. I personally had the privilege of meeting Natalie several years ago when I was a staff member with the United States Canine Sense Sports, and I was conducting a workshop in order to help trial officials become approved in the Northeastern United States. Natalie is extraordinarily experienced and very passionate about spreading the word about United States Canine Sense Boards and is doing so internationally, which is amazing. <laughs> so while we listen on that conversation that I had with Natalie about all of her endeavors to help spread the word about not only United States Canine Sense Boards, but even Setwork overall. I want to thank you for doing this with us. Um, so what we're trying to do is we're trying to highlight uh, individuals and businesses that are giving back to the Setwork community. And obviously you're very busy doing that. <laughs> Oh, I love that. It's, it's awesome because I want everyone to do this because this is the best sport ever. <laughs> so you want to just do a really quick introduction of yourself just so that people know who you are, what your background is, and then we'll get into some of the juicy questions. Hey, I am Natalie Dubrow. I'm the owner of Happy Dog College because I love happy dogs and uh, making them happy is probably my most exciting part of being a instructor. The background background can be very long, but we'll make it short. I am coming from a military family, so I was raised on military bases till uh, my father retired. I was about uh, 17, so we came back to United States. Being a military brat, you know how you move every two years, so you don't have attachments, so to speak, so the only thing you get attached is a dog, <laughs> so and that's how I got into dogs. I was the uh, by 12, I was the youngest member that actually titled a dog in Schutzhund uh, at that time. So uh, I really enjoyed that. I used to do a lot of tricks with my dog. So dog is probably the most important part of my life since I can remember myself. Then I continued with Schutzhund. It was my calling. I enjoyed the three part of training with tracking, obedience, and bite work. Got married. My husband is in Air Force as well. So uh, we used to travel in my last, finished doing Schutzhund about six years ago when we came back from Germany. So then after that, my dogs got, you know, in the age that I had to do something else. And I got a very 
reactive dog that was just not environmentally sound on many levels. She um, she's, she hasn't seen a person until she was about five months. That's when I got her. And uh, that opened a new door, <laughs> which uh, I knew existed, but because I always had big dogs, like mostly Rottweilers, uh, having a miniature schnauzer was a completely different turnaround in my training. So I learned few tricks, uh, raising a small little bitey dog <laughs> and scent work uh, because I use scent work when I used to work with aggressive dogs and uh, reactive dogs hate the word aggressive. So let's do it reactive dogs. I use scent work even before it became a sport for many reasons because it's such an enrichment to use and, and introduce a dog to the environment by using the ability of them to sniff and make them comfortable. So. I was super excited when I found USCSS and contacted Diana and said, hey, I want to be a part of this. Can I come to that seminar? I froze to death for two or three days I was there, but I persevered and enjoyed that. Came back home and I was like, this is it. This is my calling. I'm going to do nose work. So that's how it started. And off we go. Uh, six years, five years later, <laughs> I'm here doing stuff with nose work. That's awesome. And I really hope that people take to heart, like your story is such a good example of all the various ways people come into this activity and that you have all this varied experience, but then you found, okay, letting dogs sniff is just so incredibly powerful, even outside of the sport, but then the sport occurs and it just kind of builds in that value. And then you're able to use that to help your clients, to help the dogs even have more fun. So that brings us into your involvement with USCSS. So you are an approved trial official with them as a sport organization, but now you're doing all of these things where we're seeing all these posts on social media where you're apparently just flying all over the world. Can you tell us what you're doing? <laughs> well, because we need to spread this phenomenal sport activity. So I, uh, because again, I, I did this in Germany as we stayed there for five years. I, I, I did my Schutzhund part. That was my other passion, but because my Rottweiler boy is a little bit <laughs> not correct in that sport. First of all, he's too big for that. And second one, he just gets super excited. So I decided to do something else. So, and introduced the scent work there before it even became something phenomenal. So uh, so I have a couple of connections in Germany and then found a few connections in France and New Zealand and Switzerland. And here we go. We have uh, a few workshops that were really accepted uh, tremendously. People really enjoyed that. We had some training in how to start, how to uh, market that, how to read the air. So we did quite a few workshops. That was my third trip and uh, was probably the most successful because we now have six judges and CSDs. I have two more coming. They should be finishing up the test probably this week and next week. So Switzerland is, I think, pretty operational now and they can do and uh, run the test. I mean, the trials and uh, be totally independent. So my Switzerland baby is flying by itself now. So France is still in the books. We have um, uh, two people working. One is going to finish her CSD probably tomorrow, so we'll make it official. And the other one just started, and we're planning to do another workshop on um, CSD kind of type where you need to know where the air goes and what it does. Uh, so it's planned for November. Then we have a few in New Zealand. We're working, hopefully, 
<laughs> the world is opening up. So, but uh, everyone enjoys that. Once, once they see the joy that dogs show, how involved they are there, how much they um, love doing that. And I think the most important thing, it's a teamwork. It's not just, you know, toss the dog there and let them sniff. You have to be a little bit more involved. It's not only the nose, it's, it's a teamwork. And I think people of any age, of any ability, whether they move in a chair or don't move at all, or they're young or old or have some problems with physical health, uh, regardless dogs or a human, uh, they still can benefit from the sport because it's, it's just the best, <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you fall into actually doing all of this? Because United States Canine Sense Sports is a fairly new organization within just the United States. It's still growing here. So how did it go from that, that you're a trial official with USCSS within the United States, so all of a sudden you're jetting all over the world, helping it grow internationally? <laughs> I'm a judge with AKC as well. And it's, though I loved scent work, there are a lot of things that ADC, ADC is still growing. So there are a lot of points that they have to explore, change, add, uh, and be a little bit more flexible because this is a sport that you have to be creative. Otherwise, it will become boring. It will become stigmatized by um, it's more obedience type. It's not. You have to be creative. You have to show that. So when I saw uh, USCSS, the game part, the ability of a judge or CSD to create the searches based on what you see there, instead of like, well, you put two rows of containers, regardless if you're having a tunnel there and no one will qualify, you still have to have two rows of containers. So uh, just, just the difference of USCSS, how much they are the flexibility, the uh, ability to offer so much fun, plus the game part that is unmatched. No one will ever beat that. So, and uh, being a dog training instructor, I always try to tell people it's, it's not the world's problem. You're coming here to do fun things. You're coming here to enjoy the activity that both of you are really involved in to a point that it's the best thing you can ever do. And, uh, don't be serious. We don't need this strict military faces and like obedience and such. Just go there and have fun. So what you didn't find it next time you will. That's just the feedback that you have to work on this and this and that. So uh, then I tried PSD as well uh, before Miss Send Dogs. Um, they have fun. But again, USCSS is just my heart calling. <laughs> I just want to share it everywhere and make it available for people to see how much fun they can have, um, how much support they can get, uh, how easy it is. You just need to commit yourself to some learning and here you go. You can have fun anywhere you want. That's awesome. So you're talking about how you're basically going into these countries and you're helping them develop these programs where you're training the trial officials how to do that, which for anyone who doesn't know is actually fairly challenging. <laughs> it takes yes. experience and some skill. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, like, let's take Switzerland, for example, because when we started two years ago, oh my gosh, it's been two years ago, uh, we had a fairly big group and um, it was fun, uh, but they realized it's not that easy as it seems. Like I said, it's uh, placing a hide to find is not like, oh, that's a cool place. Let me go slap it over there and see what happens. It, it takes some thoughts. It takes some learning. It takes some 
thoughtful process so you can be successful and you need to teach the dogs to do that. So uh, though the interest was pretty high and we all had fun and we had a mock trial because obviously you can really search after three days of learning. <laughs> I mean, it was very simple and some of the heights we made visible for a dog to really connect that. Uh, but uh, on the second return, I had about four people just coming for fun, but they realized that it's more to that than just what I said before. And on my third time, I had actually a group of working future officials and uh, two more realized that it's actually very hard to be a judge because you have to be running around. You have to be standing on your feet all day long. They have to deal with people. You have to talk to people. You have to make sure that it's flowing. You have to be make sure that dogs don't come into each other's spaces and create a problem. They have to make sure that people understand each other. And sometimes you have to take this person over that person. So it's more than just being a judge with a paper and say, yes, congratulations. No, I'm sorry, next. So uh, they decided just to be on the sports side and not to pursue um, the judge or CSD designation. So that's pretty much how it goes. The, the fact that you're doing this in these areas that where this is new as far as an activity and that you're starting from the beginning is actually something that is amazing. And I hope that you're patting yourself on the back for that because there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing there. So can you talk through that whole process of trying to, where we may take it for granted here, right? Cause it's been going on for a while. Like, oh yeah, I just want to go for a trial or, oh, maybe I want to be a judge or I can just mentor under this person or that person. But in these other areas where that just doesn't exist. And there you're going in there like, okay, where do I even begin? Because I may need to like cover all these different areas of how to train your dog, how to be a good handler, and also how you can be a trial official, maybe how you could host trials, how you can then maybe promote this. Where do you start? <laughs> well, the start was usually, I had a few people as uh, dog training instructors contacted me, but, um, I had uh, actually saw something on the Facebook that uh, a girl contacted. I, I want to do that and we have nothing. I told her that I would like to talk to her and help her to do that. So um, we kind of chatted and um, she's like, oh my God, this is so complicated. I said, well, it is and it's not. It all depends on how much time you want to put in this and I will help you. So that was my the first, the very first contact with the person uh, in France, and she is becoming a judge in CSD as we speak. So tomorrow I'm gonna, you know, send it to Julie and say, hey, that's the first one. And uh, we worked one-on-one uh, -on -one, uh, um, through Zoom, uh, on Facebook, uh, did a couple of things, then uh, we decided just to try it. So she posted and I went to France to do that. And uh, meanwhile, I was doing that. I had a person from Switzerland contacting me like, oh, I heard that you're coming over. Why don't we do it here? And she's an instructor as well. So it helps to have somebody with uh, knowledge of dog training because, uh, again, it's a sport. People need to realize that you need to know how dogs learn, uh, the theory of learning. So if you have that, it's easy. Um, if not, it might take a little bit longer, but I'll... I'll get you there if you want to be there. <laughs> you just need to tell me your plans and what you're planning. Uh, but again, it started with just uh, instructors contacted me and it went from there. That's awesome. So if there are other people internationally who are like, ooh, 
that sounds interesting. I think I would like to play. <laughs> how should they go about doing that? How would they then say, okay, you know what? There's nothing here yet, but we'd be interested in getting started. What's the best thing for them to do? Uh, you just contact either myself or USCSS, you or Julie, and uh, you or Julie say, hey, we have a person who travels and teaches you. Here she is. Go and do that. So, and I'll come and set up and we'll talk. We'll see where the knowledge of the instructor is, if they are, they understand the teaching and learning and uh, the connection between how to do this successfully, then it's all easy. It's just, like I said, that's a sport that comes naturally. You just need to know what to do and how to do it in the most efficient way. And maybe after two or three workshops, again, we can have, again, I do classes on Facebook. I have uh, um, a learning judging and CSD page that they can post and we can troubleshoot or I can post something and say, hey, I need your feedback. What do you think about this setup? So uh, it's all possible. If the desire to learn is there, I can either come there or they can come here or we can do both or three of them. I'll get them there where they need to be. <laughs> <laughs> and I really hope that people understand just how powerful that is because there has been a very long period of time where there have just been these pockets of interest around the world and they just feel left out. Like they don't know where to start and they just like, well, I'll just I'll have to wait. But you're taking the initiative with an organization that you are very passionate about to help spread this word about it and to help people actually get it started so they can have the fun with their dogs. And that's amazing. Absolutely. Like I said, you, you give me a call and I'll be there probably next week if you want me to. Now that we are flying, finally, I'll make sure that I'll come and help you. I'll set you up from zero to hundred and off you go. That's amazing. So are there any stories during any of these workshops that really just hit you like a ton of bricks that you wanted to share with our listeners? Oh my gosh, they all like that. It's like, I don't even know where to start. I think I was just lucky enough to find all of them that are, let's say it on the same page that they really want that for their dogs. Even if you divide every single person as a team and look at them, they're so, so different. Like, I had a dog who had problems with walking, was successful. I had a young dog who was just under one, just blew my mind. And people the same. I've met some people that are very shy and just cannot express themselves. But you see this passion when they're working. It's like, you know, they open up and become something different. So every single person I met, every single team I met, they're just so inspiring uh, with their desire to work through problems, whether it's a dog's problem with the environment or their physical limitations that they have to work through and their connection with each other because this sport really opens so much from dog to you and from you to dog that you build such a relationship that I, I don't know where you can build such a relationship because the sport is so forgiving in so many ways. You just need to be open and flexible. I want everyone to really understand that Natalie is one of these people who is promoting this activity in a way that needs to be praised. <laughs> the, fa the fact that it's going again worldwide and promoting more dogs to be sniffing and you know the things you were pointing out even with the handlers where we personally have our own baggage and whatnot. And the fact that you have this activity that is keying into that relationship they already have with their dog 
and you're allowing them to perhaps improve their observation skills. They can see how brilliant their dog is, have a better understanding of their dog. And then they get excited about that. So they can come over some of the things that may even be hindering themselves, such as poor self-esteem or whatever else. Cause now they're in this community of other like-minded people who all love dogs too. And we can all have fun together and we can all improve together in this fun, safe space. What a thought. <laughs> oh my goodness. Perfectly. Exactly. That's that's just perfectly said. It's it's just every every team that comes into nose work and start working, they discover so many different things about themselves as well, and the ability to see how dogs work, how much pleasure it gives them. If I had a penny, and I know it's gonna overused phrase, or every time I hear, oh my dog, my my oh my god, my dog loves that. You should see how they love this and you hear it from pretty much everywhere. Oh, on this trip, for example, I had a girl, she's about 14. She was my assistant because again, we were training judges. That was their first, actually it was their second trial, but uh, uh, because I did send theory two days before. So they were testing all this, what we did before. And so every judge wanted to do something. So we had containers, we had vehicles, interior, exterior. And that girl, she came with her mother and that little dog was phenomenal. I just wanted to steal her and bring her home. <laughs> so, and uh, Celia actually ran that dog herself. And again, she's 14 years old. She was magnificent. She was right there. She was helping. She was, and then uh, at the end, I forgot that she just came there first day. And I said, uh, you need to redo that. Remember the couple of boxes fell and let me take this person out while you're doing this. It completely, I didn't even think that it's her probably second hour with me, but I just threw her in there. And while I was talking to this person, she already organized everything. She's like, oh my God, this is person. So I told her mother, I'm taking her home. She's going to be the junior handler <laughs> and she will make our champion. So hopefully she will continue. And I'm sure that she will. But uh, it's just things like that, that people get sucked into that sport so easily. She came to observe and ended up actually being with me for four hours as we were running the trial. She went from timer she went to you know help uh, the door situation when we had people on deck uh she actually explained and some people didn't speak english so she was my translator saying well this is a start line you have two hides and you have two minutes and you'll start here and you get home here so it was a lot of fun so. that's amazing i again i am so thrilled that you're doing this because my whole thing is i just want more dog sniffing and i want more people having fun with their dogs as they're sniffing and you're actually making that happen so oh yeah Thank you. You're amazing. <laughs> My pleasure. And I'll do that again. Like I said, I love doing this. I think uh, USASS is the best out there and we'll make sure that we stay that way. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you very much. This was such a great little chat. Um, was there any other information that you wanted to share with people as far as maybe how they can contact you or how they can learn a little bit more about you or any links or social media, anything else? You're more than welcome to pitch anything that you like. Uh, well, they can find me on Facebook. It's Happy Dog College, and uh, my email happydogcollege at gmail .com. I am also I'm also this close to uh, opening my new uh, website, which is just Scentwork. It's called Scentwork Central. It's still in making because I have to make videos and I have to be involved, and <laughs> I don't know. So, and he's saying like, wow. We need to finish, so uh, that will be available too. So it's sendworkcentral.com or happydogcollege 
uh, at gmail.com because I uh, disconnected my other website because I pretty much do scent work now. I do a few clients that uh, still do shoot of different varieties from different countries, but uh, totally transferring into nose work scent work. Well, thank you very much. This was amazing. And I definitely want everyone to please make sure you're checking out what Natalie is doing. And again, guys, the fact that she's helping spread this is a really big deal. So yay for Natalie. Woo <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, Natalie. <laughs> so as you can see, Natalie is doing an amazing service for the Setwork community, going throughout really the world in order to spread the word about not only United States Canine Sense Boards, but also Setwork as a whole. She's helping ignite the love for this wonderful activity with countless dog handlers and their dogs. The fact that she is willing to help people from the very beginning stages all the way up to where they may be able to officiate or host their own trials is absolutely incredible. <laughs> so we are very, very fortunate to have people like Natalie within the community that again are helping grow this wonderful activity. Because again, the more dogs and people who are sniffing, the happier we should be. <laughs> So we will have links for all of the information as far as how you can learn maybe a little bit more about United States Canine Sense Sports or how you'd be able to contact Natalie directly or look into her own business as well as her upcoming business she's going to be releasing soon, Setwork Central. We'll have all that on our podcast website as well as our Facebook page post where we post all of our podcast episodes. But if there are other individuals or businesses you would like for us to highlight who are just doing amazing things for the Setwork community, please let me know. <laughs> we want to make sure that we are, again, spreading the word about these individuals and businesses, because again, the world can be a dark place sometimes. So it's a good thing for us to highlight those who are making life a little bit better for all of us and our dogs. But thanks so much for listening. Happy train. We look forward to seeing you soon.